0: by this morning we appreciate the great crowd we have this morning for Sunday school and all the children are up here and uh, just uh, thankful the Lord allowed us to be in his house again this morning we thinking uh, you know we've had times in our lives and we've seen people that uh, desire to be here and you can't be here and uh, I appreciate as I get older I appreciate more and more every opportunity I have to come to his house I've just seen times in people's lives that they desire to be here and can't be here and uh, we all appreciate every time the lord allows us to be in his house we just look forward to having a great day in the lord and uh, i know we got the christmas play tonight but uh, we got service this morning i pray the gospel goes out and conviction will touch people's hearts there's people i want to see get saved and people need to do things for the lord and i pray that uh that opportunity's there and they take it this morning but uh, i'm asked brother taylor dismisses sunday school
1: Morning, <clears throat> we're uh, thankful to be here and scared to death this morning that because this this lesson is a tough one. Uh, I just need your prayers. Uh, I told Terry a little bit ago if there was any preaching done, God'd have to do it because this lesson's kind of baffling, kind of kind of confusing a little bit. But uh, I want to try to do my best and follow the Lord. I told Cindy this morning, usually after a week of studying, I've got a a page of notes and things wrote down to look back on and other verses to look up. And this week, God didn't give me none of that. This story, we're in the first chapter of Ruth, verses 6 through 18 and verse 22. And uh, in a nutshell, basically this is a story of Naomi uh, getting ready to leave Moab and go back to her home country of, of Judah. And uh, the, the title of the lesson in our book is The Faith of Ruth. Um, I kind of feel like, I told Cindy this morning, I kind of feel like God's put me in a position where he's telling me to have the faith of Naomi. Just to look towards home. uh, I'll try to do my best. Uh, Go ahead and read uh, the first couple of verses here. Verse 6 says, Then she arose with her daughters-in-law that she might return from the country of Moab, for she had heard in the country of Moab how that the Lord had visited his people in giving them bread. Oh. It doesn't say how she heard. Uh, I don't know if maybe somebody passing through had told her that the famine was over. If you go back to the beginning of the chapter, it talks about a famine in in Jerusalem or in Israel. And that's the reason that Elimelech, her husband, took her and her two sons and went to Moab in the first place. Uh, Elimelech probably was a lot like any of the rest of us men when when uh, food got scarce and his wife and kids was starving he took it on himself to go somewhere where he could find some food instead of following the Lord uh, that's just my take on it but uh, <clears throat> it wasn't long after they got over there I don't know how long they was there and Elimelech died um, and then Naomi stayed there with her two sons and raised them for, I believe it said about 10 years. And then her two sons got married to Moab women and then her two sons died. And then that's where we pick up the lesson is she decided after they was all gone that she, uh, she found out there was the famine was over. <clears throat> uh, There was a time when I was in a far country, about as far away from God as you could possibly get, I guess. And I can remember, yeah, I remember the day I got saved just like it just happened. And there's another time in my life that I can remember just about that well, and that's when I was out, clear out in California, as far away from home as I could find a way to get as far away from God as I've ever been, and, and through no desire of my own to want to hear from God, there come a time where I was standing at a bathroom mirror, and just as real as I'm standing here today, there was a hand laid on my shoulder, and a voice whispered in my ear and said, if you don't go home, you're going to die out here. And I got on the phone and called my mom and asked her if she could get me a plane ticket home because I knew what that voice was, and I knew it didn't lie. Uh, And I think maybe there was a little something going on there with, with Naomi that way. God somehow, whether it was by a person or by the Spirit or whatever, somehow God came to Naomi and said, The famine's over. Come home and get something to eat. And it says, Wherefore she went forth out of the place where she was, and her two daughters-in-law with her, and they went on the way to return unto the land of Judah. And Naomi said unto her two daughters-in-law, Go, return each to your mother's house. The Lord deal kindly with you, as ye have dealt with the dead and with me. Uh, This is where I kind of got a little confused in this lesson. Uh, because when I was out in the world and I knew it was time for me to get back to church and get back right with God, uh, I didn't think it was uh, a bad idea to tell the people I was running with at the time, come on, come with me. But Naomi told her daughter-in-law, stay here. And I, I was kind of confused by that, why she didn't want to take them back to Jerusalem with her, or Judah. And uh, the more I prayed about it and the more I studied about it, I believe it was a, a natural situation where in that in that day and time, if a woman was a uh, widow, it, it fell on her kin to take care of her. Uh, women wasn't allowed to own property or or have land or you know their own their own well-being. I guess they were dependent on the on the kinsmen of their family to support them and take care of them. And uh, of course, Naomi didn't have any kin in Moab because she was a stranger there. But the other two girls had family there. And uh, for Ruth and Orpah. <clears throat> to go back to Judah with Naomi, number one, they would have been in a strange land with a strange culture. Uh, the, the, the religion was completely different. Uh, in Moab, they they worshipped several gods, and, and it was all pagan gods. Uh, and, of course, in Israel, they worshipped the real God. But the law in those days was kind of similar to to both countries to where the kinsman was required to take care of the widows and so naomi wanted these girls to go back to the home of their mother where they'd have protection and then and i would imagine both of them was young enough <clears throat> to still get married and have kids with someone else and uh, Rather than turning them away from something good, Naomi felt like she was turning them to the only option they had, which was to go back to their families and and get on with their lives. Uh, And she said, Lord, deal kindly with you as ye have dealt with the dead and with me, because there was love there. Uh, I don't know. The Bible doesn't tell us how long these girls were married to Naomi's sons before the sons died. But there was something there. There was a love there, a family love, between Naomi and these girls. Uh, And she wanted them to be happy, obviously, but by verse 9 she says, The Lord grant you that that ye may find rest, each of you in the house of her husband. Then she kissed them, and they lifted up their voice and wept. And they said unto her, Surely we will return with thee unto thy people." And Naomi said, "Turn again, my daughters. why will you go with me? Are there yet not any more are are there yet any more sons in my womb that they may be your husbands and that's another uh, that's another thing about the law of that time if a if a man died and left his widow, uh, his brother was required by the law to take care of her to to marry her or or however they did it I'm not exactly sure how they how strict strict the law was on that back then, but uh, most of the time the widows would marry the husband's brother to stay in the family and stay in the protection of that family. Uh, Naomi didn't have any more sons. And the next verse she said, "'Turn again, my daughters, go your way, "'for I am too old to have an husband. "'If I should say I have hope,' If I should have a husband also tonight, and should also bear, bear sons, would ye tarry for them until they are grown? Would ye stay for them from having husbands? Uh, she's asking him even, even if I could have another son right now, would you wait on him? Nay, she said, nay, my daughters, for it grieveth me much for your sakes that the hand of the Lord has gone out against me. Uh, she just she try, tried her best to get them to see uh, that she didn't have anything to offer. Them. Uh, I believe, if I'm reading it right, Elimelech, her husband, had a, a, at least a small patch of land in Judah that they had been farming, him and his sons uh, before they left. And the reason they left was because that land was just barren because of the drought. Uh, And even though Naomi left that land, and she knew when she got back it was still going to be sitting there, uh, but she also knew that she was not, as a woman, allowed to take possession of that land. That land was going to fall to whatever kinsman decided to take care of of Naomi. so she did her best to try to get these girls persuaded that, that all in all, they was going to be better off to go back to their mothers and find new husbands and, and move on with their lives. It says, and they lifted up their voice and wept again. And Orpah kissed her mother-in-law, but Ruth clave unto her. I don't know which one of them, Ruth and Orpah, was in the family the longest, but like I said, the Bible doesn't really go into any detail about uh, when these fellows got married to these Moab women or how long they had been together or or any of that. Um, But for some reason, to me, it just feels like Ruth had a little more love for Naomi than Orpah did. I can't can't back this up with scripture because it doesn't really say, but uh, I believe that it's a very good possibility when Elimelech packed up his family and moved out of Judah, I believe Naomi probably didn't want to go. She wanted to stay where the Lord was. But, There again, in those days, she had a duty to her husband to do what she was told and to follow after him. So she got up and packed up the kids, and they all went. Uh, Now, whether or not it was uh, God's vengeance that her husband and And boys died. I don't know anything about all that. God works in mysterious ways, and and just because something bad happens, a lot of times, a lot of times when something bad happens, that we want to blame God or blame ourselves for turning against God, and and look what God did to this person because they wasn't following after Him. But I don't know why God saw fit for Elimelech to die, but. I do know that whether whether Naomi wanted to go to Bo, uh, Moab or not, when they went there, uh, after her husband died, she spent another 10 years there of her own will. So uh, I can't say that she was trying to follow the Lord and her husband drew her away from him. I, that's That's just not evident. But I will say that there was something somewhere along the line, whether Naomi did anything or whether her sons did, but there was something somewhere along the line that showed Ruth that there was a reality in serving God. Uh, we've all known people, I'm sure, that, that we brought to church with us and and they heard the gospel and they saw the church move <clears throat> saw the church move in power and, and they walked away from it and acted like it didn't even ha- have any effect on them just didn't bother them a bit but then we've also all had that person that we brought to church and saw the same thing and they come and questioned us about it wanted to know more and maybe maybe somewhere along the line got saved uh, that's the difference we have between Ruth and Orpah whatever Ruth saw in Naomi, <clears throat> that made her want to go back to Judah with her. Apparently, Orpah didn't see it that way. Uh, she was more interested in taking care of herself in this physical world, and and Ruth, seeing that there was more to be gained than just a husband. Uh, says uh, verse fifteen says. And she said, Behold, thy sister-in-law is gone back unto her people and unto her gods. Return now after thy sister-in-law. And this is where, this is where I think Ruth got real serious. It says, And Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave thee or to return from following after thee. For whither thou goest, I will go. And where thou lodgest, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people, and the most important part of it was thy God, my God uh, i was uh I was watching a movie I don't know how accurate it was detail wise according to the bible <clears throat> but i've got a I've got a streaming service at the house it's called pureflix and it it's uh it's got nothing on there but uh Christian-type movies. It's all family-style. and Not all of it's about God, but a lot of it is. And there was a, a short movie on there called The Book of Ruth. And because I was in this lesson and I wasn't getting anywhere studying, I thought, well, I'll just sit down and watch this movie and see if maybe it brings any thoughts to mind. And really the only thing in there that I seen that had any impact on me was this part right here. Uh... In the movie, it showed them standing in the road, and she was telling them to go back, and and Orpah kissed Naomi and turned and went back down the road, and Naomi turned and took off her way down the road, so there was one going this way and one going that way, and Ruth stood in the middle watching both of them go, and then Ruth ran had caught up with Naomi and fell on her knees and grabbed her by the leg and said that part, entreat me not to leave thee. And in my mind, I thought, you know, that very well could be where Ruth got saved because she made a decision in her heart that Naomi's God was going to be her God. Um, I don't know that for a fact, but it just kind of felt that way when I seen that. But Ruth decided that Everything about Judah was going to be her home. She was going to change her uh, religion and her way of doing things and all that. Verse 17 says, Where thou diest will I die, and there will I be buried, and the Lord do so to me, and more also, if aught but death part me and thee. Uh, she obviously had, had already had. Uh, she already knew the impact of serving God, apparently, because she said, the Lord do so to me, and more also, uh,
2: saying uh, to the girls go back to your families uh, she was saying in effect but don't forget what you learned when you were with us I want you to find that rest in the house of your husband so so what we've taught you and what God showed you uh, and, and this you know there's a the phrase that we use a lot choose you this day whom you'll serve which that wasn't written here back in scripture but so along that line had to choose either the natural or the spiritual, and uh, unfortunately, Morpha uh, chose the natural side of it. But praise God, Ruth chose the spiritual, mm-hmm. and, uh, and like you, uh, it makes a clear statement there uh, when she says to Naomi, "I'll sure God will be my God." And so I, I, that kind of ties together with that ninth verse, sir. I want you to find rest in the house of the Lord.
1: It does. Anybody else got any comments? More than welcome. Um, where was it? Verse eighteen says, "When she saw that she was steadfastly minded to go with her, she left speaking to her." Uh, Naomi decided that Ruth done made up her mind; she was going, so. She quit arguing with her, and they went on. Uh, there's another, another part to this that I hadn't really thought of, but uh, being a widow uh, Naomi probably was concerned that when she got back to Judah, nobody wouldn't have nothing to do with her, and her kinsmen had turned her away because even though it was law that they were required to do that, I don't know I don't know that much about the law. I don't know if her leaving the country and running off on her own for more than 10 years would uh, relieve them of that obligation. And she probably didn't know whether or not it would or not. The way she was acting, it seemed to me that she didn't know what her future held. Uh, And of course I read it in the commentary somewhere, but I can't remember now just how far it was from Moab to Judah. But it was a couple of couple of hours at least marching across the desert. I think it was a couple of days actually, but uh, back in those days, a couple of women moving along the desert road by themselves was a bad place to be in anyhow. I mean, even nowadays couple of women walking in the woods by themselves or in the desert by themselves is a dangerous place to be but back then it was it was pretty bad place to be uh, they was bad people all over the place just like there are today um, but uh, yeah I, I I think Naomi was concerned about what would happen when she got back to Judah and in those days uh, according to the commentary I read, uh, Judah wasn't a very big place then, just a, a small community where pretty much everybody knew everybody. <clears throat> so when when Naomi come walking back into town, probably everybody that seen her knew who she was, or had a pretty good idea. Uh, and I don't know; Bible doesn't say how they were treated. It just says they got back and. And they, it says, well, verse 22 says, Naomi returned and Ruth the Moabitess, her daughter-in-law, with her, which returned out of the country of Moab, and they came to Bethlehem in the beginning of the barley harvest. That verse in its own, in its own self, just taken by itself, kind of struck me on a personal level Uh, when I was out in the world and God said it's time to come home I fought with that for a little while because I was comfortable in the life I was in Uh, but long story short when I did come home I found that God had the table set uh, and everything was just right. Uh, when they, they heard from a far country that the famine was over, and when they got there, they got there right on time for the harvest. And that just that's amazing to me. That's a that's a beautiful sentiment, if nothing else. Is God knows right when to come through. Anybody else got a comment or, or anything? If I would have know Blaine was going to be here, I'd let him teach us. He'd probably done a better job. Uh, I really don't have anything else, and I'm, I'm not going to stand up here and try to make it up. That wouldn't do anybody any good. Right: and, uh, make it a, a wonderful event. Right, right. Yeah, I was talking to my dad yesterday, and he, he kind of went the same way with it. He said, <clears throat> uh, in other place in the Bible, where it goes through the lineage of, Je- of Jesus, that Ruth was already wrote in there uh, before any of this happened. So God knew beforehand that Ruth was going to come out of Moab uh, and become part of that lineage so even like Brent said even when we're away from God or maybe doing something we ought not to be doing the Bible says all things work together for, for good for those who love the Lord uh, doesn't say all good things even when we do wrong uh sometimes got to bring something good out of it, well, we might not see it at the time, but later on, down the road, like that, just like with this, there might be somebody that comes along and says, "I knew you when you was doing that. What happened to you i mean i've had several people say that to me i 'd meet up with some old friends that I used to run around with and and they 'd look at me and go, "What happened to you 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 used to be the long haired crazy man you know now look at you going to church all the time and all i can say is well come come find out come see like the woman from the well in samaria come come and see so yeah god can take the the bad parts of our life and make something good out of it if we let him anybody else have anything
0: Right. And then we come on, and so that means that's not the true God. And then we come on down to the next verse, and it's talking, and it says, "I, I will lodge la- I, I will lodge With thy people shall be my people, and thy God my God." And those, those are both capitalized. Right. So the, she saw the true God in yep. Naomi. Yep. She saw the true God. The right. the other girl chose to go back. To the gods that were not true gods and but ruth chose to go with naomi right and we have a choice yeah Uh, we have a choice, just like you said you know one went one way one went the other way we have a choice god doesn't make us but god knew that she was going to be part of the lineage of christ right and she but she made that choice to go with the true gods yeah i'm glad i did too
1: yeah me too And I'll say this too, uh, there's not any indication in this lesson that says Naomi was backslid or away from God, and if she was, there's no indication of when she got that all straightened out in her heart. (coughs) But a long time ago, uh, when we when we first got back into church uh, it wasn't maybe a week or two after we would got back into church uh, some friends of ours that knew us when we wasn't in church wanted to have dinner with us and, and we went out uh, to a restaurant and we sat and had dinner with them and, and at, at the end of the night the woman asked Cindy, said, what happened to him? She said, he looks like he's got a halo around his head. Now we, we didn't even talk about the Lord. We didn't even speak about God. But the difference in my being from not caring about following God to following God made an impact on her in the, in the real world. So we just, you know, I don't know if maybe Naomi, when she decided that she was going to go home, just like when I got saved, when I decided to get off of that bench, God saved me. So on the way back to here I was already saved. So maybe when Naomi made that decision to get up and